Hey, everybody. This week, Mason and I have a guest. It's Jay from Anarcho Inc. He is the owner of Anarcho Coffee, Anarcho CBD, and he's got a new uh, Anarchy beer company that he's getting started. We go over a lot of those in this episode and do our normal review of wines. So enjoy the show. Tasting Anarchy, your wine and liberty podcast. Join Mason and Jake each week as they try new wines and discover how much government is in your drink. Let's kick this off for us. Okay. Good good time management, Mason. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's go, ahead, let's go ahead and kick this off. Jay, you're drinking wine tonight. What are you drinking? Sir, I am drinking a, I think... And I'm terrible with wine, but I picked up some wine from me and my wife the other day. Uh, some sangria, a barefoot sangria, I think. It was like eight ninety nine at the local market here. And oh. it's delicious. Yeah, sang- sangria is a, a big favorite of my wife's. Uh, she'll make it on her own. Uh, Jake, yeah. what are you drinking? I'm drinking I, uh, I'm drinking, uh, Faithful Hound Selenbush. So the, the maker of Selenbush. Um, I, I did do this earlier, but because I think I'm going to cut it out and start here, it is uh, Cabernet Franc 32%. Everybody who listens to this show regularly knows that Cabernet Franc is my favorite. Um, so it is 32% Cabernet Franc. It is uh, 31% Cabernet Sauvignon, which is a child of Cabernet Franc. Uh, it is 21% Merlot. It is Petit Verdot 9%, and it is Malbec 7%. This is a very, very, very robust red wine. If you are interested in red wines, I would recommend this Faithful Hound Selenbush 2015. I don't know what the price is for people who don't use uh, last bottle wines, but for me, this was under $20. Uh, it is normally about $40, but I don't know what is remaining for the 2015. Now, South Africa has had a lot of problems recently with drought. So whatever's coming out of there is going to be hit or miss. But um, based on this Faithful Hound Cell and Bush, the drought was going on in 2015. This is fantastic. Grapes love to struggle. This is a fantastic red wine. I highly recommend it for the price. If you are interested in, in finding it, go ahead and go over to Last Bottle Wines. Maybe it'll come back up again. If you are not interested in, in going to Last Bottle Wines and getting the one deal a day, go over to wine.com and see if this is available. Again, Faithful Hound, Stellenbusch. Mason, what are you drinking tonight? So I opened a bottle of 120 Minute by Dogfish Head. Uh, they're, oh, you're, um, you're, going, you're doing beer. Continuously hopped IPA. I finished that like a, an hour ago. Um, I had opened it as I was just – waiting around but of course you know my penchant for not putting anything in the refrigerator it was room temperature so that Ooh. is an interesting way to enjoy a 19 percent alcohol beer um that uh you know this, that that's much higher than this wine this wine is uh 14.5 which is high i have finished the entire bottle i don't know what that says until tomorrow yeah and 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 mine was aged of for a uh a continuously dry hopped 120 minute wine or 120 minute beer. Um, you know, I sort of heard something about IPAs. Sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off, but no, 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 I got to ask you, cause I have not tried an IPA yet. Really? So, yeah. Really? No, I just, and this is the reason why it's for some reason, somebody put it in my head. A friend of mine is like, don't have IPAs. They give you the shits. 
and they're for pansies or something like that. And I don't know why. Never had that, never had that issue other than when I had like 14 beers. <laughs> right. All yeah. Right. So no, like IPAs uh, you're saying. No, any beer. <laughs> any <laughs> like, beer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, I do. I think maybe I do kind of see what they're, what they're driving at. I don't think it's necessarily an IPA thing. So one of the things about IPAs, so hops are used to preserve beer. Okay. Very much the way that, um, that uh, sulfites are used in wine to preserve wine mm-hmm. is that it doesn't agree with everybody. And so uh, hops, which are actually in the same, in the same family as uh, marijuana mm. or uh, a cannabis, uh, the plant. Um, if you, if you have a sensitivity to it and you, and you do and you have a low tolerance, IPAs are going to have a lot more of those uh, bittering agents than a regular, you know, say lager or porter or stout. Mm. And so you may end up getting uh, the shits if you are sensitive to that. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe. And well, it's like sensitive to gluten or anything else. Sure, but yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Maybe he was sensitive to, yeah. to that. I, IPAs are a fantastic style. All right, also, I will try an IPA. I promise you guys. It's yeah, also yeah. one of those ones that you just have to be into it. Now, yeah, Jay, of- Jay, I, w- I don't recommend what Mason likes for IPA because Mason likes very, very, very potent. IPAs. If I okay. was to recommend one for you, I would go with something a little bit uh, more mild. Mm-hmm. And, um, what's available basically everywhere would be um, Sierra Nevada. Okay, yeah, I've heard of them. It uses it uses citrus hops. So if you get a Sierra Nevada IPA, they use citrus hops. It's going to be uh, very fruity tasting. Nice. Be, uh, maybe orange, lemon, mm. um, and you're going to get you're going to get that flavor out of it. You're also going to get the hoppiness, which is bittering. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of the great beer flavors that come through uh, the fermentation of, of barley grain and wheat. So, nice. uh, so one of my, one of my favorite beers is actually in Texas, the Shiner rock. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shiner. Yeah. That, that's the, yeah. 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 So one of the things is up North in Vermont, there's a, like, I forget the name of it, but it's, like one of the best rated IPAs in the country is out of this brewery in Vermont. And it's like, apparently if you don't live in town, you mm-hmm. basically can't get it. Cause like when they put it out in cans, it sells out that day. But mm. that's not where, you know, alcohol is uh, one of the things we talk about quite often, but one of the things we're here to talk about today is Anarcho coffee, which is Jay's creation. So yeah. how did you, it, so like one of the things that I've always kind of found interesting about coffee is, you know, like I drink black espresso and that's pretty much what I drink. I get the super crema from uh, one of the Italian brands just because I can buy it in bulk and mm-hmm. put it in the freezer for when I'm not, when it's not in the hopper in the, um, the espresso machine itself. Cause we have a self grinder and everything like that, but there are so many variables you can change into a grind of coffee. Yes. But then on top of that, like all the stuff you can change on roasting coffee. So how did you even come to the idea to try? Yeah. So I, I think in a nutshell, what I say is I started the company for two reasons. One, I love coffee and two, I love Liberty. Right. And um, so obviously the U S is no place to grow coffee. So obviously I cannot grow my own coffee, so I had to find a vendor to help me in the process, right? 
the best coffee is, of course, grown in very tropical weather, such as Colombia, right, Nicaragua, um, you know, these sort of places. So I had to find a vendor. But in my research, looking for a coffee vendor, I discovered essentially the kind of um, – uh, that some coffee vendors, uh, depending on where the bean is sourced, uh, actually use child and slave labor. Essentially, really? they're not paid. A lot of the places where the, the coffee sourced from is sometimes not, they're not paid a fair wage. So in that route, I wanted to find a vendor that cared for where the beans were sourced from and kind of also gave back to the community. And, and the vendor I work with, uh, gives back in such ways as like building schools in Ethiopia, right. Um, with, with the people who are sourcing the beans and are paid a fair wage, uh, for, for that area. So, and I, and I understand this thing, you know, fair wage is hard to say, but let's just say they probably are making better off than, uh, you know, buying Folgers or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other thing too, is what I learned about coffee in my, in starting the company is, uh, this idea of roast to order, which I was Mm -hmm. like, well, what does that even mean? So a lot of the coffee like Folgers or the ones that are sitting in the cans have been sitting in a warehouse for like six months. So they've lost their potency and freshness. Um, exactly what I'm drinking now. <laughs> possibility. You yeah. don't know. Right. So the, uh, and, and other coffee vendors may do this as well, but our stuff is roast to order. So meaning it's, it's packed fresh the day you order it. And so it, when it comes in the mail, you can almost smell it through the box. It's so kind of uh, potent and it smells great and it's organically farmed, you know, ethically sourced. And we give back a portion of our profits, go to liberty-minded, you know, um, folks. Like, you know, uh, the other day I actually, you know, took a portion of the profits and I helped fund uh, some of uh, Remzo's Martinez's new book, right, that that he's coming out with or antiwar.com or, you know, Freedom Foundation. So we try to give back. Uh, and use our profits to give back to other liberty-minded companies. So we try to keep it in the liberty movement, right? So let me let me interject here real quick. Yeah. The re- reason to uh, try Anarcho Coffee is that if you come to Childeberg 20, uh, 2020, I guess it'll be at that point, we will have, I think you recommended 30, 30 pounds. No, no, a five-pound pa- five bag because you wanted to serve 30 people. Yeah. So I th- yeah, I think a five pound bag should do you maybe two five pound bags, but a five pound bag should do you. I think I'm going to actually, I'm probably going, like I've been talking to different people and I, I, I always like to err on the side of caution. So I'm yeah. going to probably do enough coffee to let 90 people try it. Holy shit. So you're definitely going to need two five pound bags. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to need like three five pounds bags. So 50- all right. Uh, and, and I got yeah, coupon code sponsor when we're a sponsor already on uh, on your Patreon, so you I get the fifteen percent off. Exactly. I get fifteen yeah. percent off. So if you guys are interested in getting fifteen percent off, 
organic or uh, is it organic? Organically farmed. I can't say organic because of the government. Mm-hmm. Got, it, got it. Okay. Going to get us into another point. So organically farmed. Yeah. Uh, coffee that is available. You have uh, you have three roasts available. Is that correct? Oh, much more than that, my friend. Oh, yeah, more more than three. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. More and more coming. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, uh, I think I have close to over twenty roasts. They all have fun names. Some of them are regular names, but the funner names are like Rothbard Roast. Okay. One of the one of the more That's popular the only ones we're gonna do. Rothbard Roast. Yeah, Rothbard <laughs> Roast. We've got the Mises Mix. Okay. We've got Agoras Aroma Voluntarily Voluntary Valhalla for my friend Roger Paxton. Um, and then we have, you know, we've had other podcasters reach out. So you can go to lionsliberty.com slash coffee and they've got the morning roar. Uh, we're also recently more, uh, starting up with Johnny rocket and he's got the blast off brew. Um, and then the minarchism mix minarchism mix. Yep. We've got, uh, just regular a hemp infused. Hemp infused, yeah. The hemp infused one is uh, from uh, Hemp Works. It's 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 a little bit more. It's uh, sixty nine dollars. You know, uh, I have to say, um, it's a it's a good coffee. It's a strange thing because it's like you're trying to calm yourself with the CBD and and then maybe pick yourself up mm-hmm. with the coffee. So it's it's a strange. Uh, taste the way I found to drink that best is actually mixing it with my other coffee because it's got a very um, and depending some people like this but it's got a very uh, strong um, you know uh, grassy taste to it I guess <laughs> that, that one that one sounds sounds like the the coffee for me okay different roast styles like so I'm not a coffee drinker I drink okay yeah I only drink instant coffee from Davidov, which is like. Oh, you are missing out, my friend. I know, I know exactly. Um, well, and that's what Mason always tells me because Mason drinks like espresso. Yeah. What are these different flavors that you're getting? So you've got you like from my understanding, you've got light, medium, and and dark roast. Like, what is going on? What's going on with coffee? Because like as what's a what's going on? Okay, yeah. So so there's a your light, your medium, medium, dark. And then your darker roasts, and then your uh, espresso, right, and things like that. So what is going on is the cupping notes, it, what they call the cupping notes. So similar to wine, uh, there are when you cup the beans, there are different smells to them, um, and so those are all on our on each one of those, and so that's going to drive the taste of the coffee. Uh, are those cupping notes. So some of them might smell like uh, lemon or citrus, right? And so if you like a little bit more, maybe fruit in your wine, you're going to want to try that one, right? Um, And then, you know, there, and then when it comes to the dark roast, people think the darker the roast, the more the caffeine. Uh, And and in my research, it's hard to say. Some people actually say the the more you're essentially burning the coffee, so you're getting rid of the caffeine. You know, and and the truth is, at the end of the day, there's really no way to extract the caffeine from the coffee. Even when you buy decaf, mm-hmm. essentially roasted in a way to minimize the caffeine. But at the end of the day, there's still a little bit of caffeine in decaffeinated coffee and tea, for that matter, right? 
says so I do drink a lot of black tea. That's that's the only that's the only like well, yeah. an energy drink because my my employer provides energy drink. But like of course I, they do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I do drink a lot of black tea though and um, yeah. like I that's the like the extent of my coffee. My, yeah, my like my caffeine area other than Davidov. Yep. Light roast instant coffee from sweet uh, Switzerland. Sure. Uh, that's the only, you know, one of the things I always think is very interesting between like American, American coffee consumers and European coffee consumers is a lot of Europeans consume instant coffee. My wife is Ukrainian, so I get a lot of instant coffee recommendations from her. Okay. And I did find one that I like, which is Davidov. Uh, yeah. Roast. But I, I'm going to switch to, you know, and this is something you and I talked about earlier before we started the Tasty Anarchy show is – People will buy stuff that is related to whatever they're interested in. Yes. I'm interested in anarchy. I'm interested in your coffee. And yep. I'm willing to pay even if it's a if it, even if it's a premium, but I'm willing to pay what you're charging for your coffee because yep. I believe in you and I believe in your podcast and what you're trying to do. Thank you. Um so if I, I'm I'm a light roast person type of person, I usually have like a uh one third cream two-thirds coffee whenever i drink coffee yeah what's what's the roast that you have that you would recommend for somebody like me yeah so off the top of my head i cannot remember so i actually got to go to the website and we have a way that you can you can filter but i'm thinking off the top of my head it's probably the um i think it's the minarchism mix which i know you don't want because you're an anarchist (laughs) well you know what the thing is i would take the anarchist the minarchist mix it. it's what agreed with me right right uh let me yeah the mises mix is light okay you could could go with the mises mix and we also sell decaf too if you want and we sell the a lot of people say they don't know this but i want to know that we do sell the the uh keurig k-cups the single individual serving pods you know the k-cup stuff so if you're interested in those Oh, we do have that at work. Maybe I'll maybe I'll buy some of that and share it with my coworkers. Yeah. So the Mises mix is is probably our lightest roast right now, um, but definitely stay tuned. We're we're um, we're going to be releasing new flavors uh, soon. Um, I've I've got a few in my arsenal, and so uh, a few more to be re- be released. Okay. Um, but from what I've heard, everybody loves it. Everybody's happy with the coffee. Um, uh, I've heard complaints about the prices. I think we're right in line with Black Rifle Coffee, which is what I consider one of our competitors, right? That's mm-hmm. interesting because I've actually bought coffee in Black Rifle Coffee. Yep. And you're right. You're, you're right in line with that price. Um, yeah. People want like a quote-unquote pure coffee. Yep. Um, so anybody who's on keto, keto I, I did keto for several years if anybody's in line with keto if you want to do that like butter coffee which i used to do even though i yep. don't for coffee that much uh anarcho coffee is 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 perfect for that you're going to get the coffee that is organically grown you're going to get a coffee that is inspected by the growers and make sure that you're not getting the i guess the quote unquote, the, the quote unquote what do they call it? Like microtoxins or whatever that coffee has. Yeah. Yeah. They could, yeah, there could be microtoxins and yeah. And it's ethically sourced, right? So it's, it's, yeah, it's, and then, you know, so you're, you're getting a, definitely a, a good coffee for yeah. sure. 
And, um, you know, and, uh, for your listeners, we can do, um, uh, 10% off their first order and we can use coupon code tasting 10, uh, for your listeners today. And so, you know, we'll, we'll turn that on and, uh, they come over and use tasting 10 and then, um, you know, and if, and then if you want to help me out further, like, like you said earlier, you can head over to anarchoinco.com slash support and sign up for the many ways on subscribe to our Patreon or Bitbacker. Yeah, and, and, yeah, Mason and I are, are already subscribe on uh, the Patreon yep. and uh, great content. You can get in, onto the Discord. More content, yep. I'm, I'm a big fan of Discord. I, I do a lot of the stuff. And if you guys didn't hear it earlier, uh, I had some Discord chats uh, buzzing me while we were recording. Yep. <laughs> I, I almost always get on to Discord chats whenever I get a chance because it's a lot of fun. They are, yeah. And our community is just starting up, but we're right. we're hoping to build it up. And uh, yeah, we we have a lot of fun. And and like yeah. So for the other thing I'm into is yeah, we have the Anarcho Inc. podcast, right? And so doing that where we talk business and tech, uh, talk to entrepreneurs, uh, and some politics, of course, sometimes, right? Well, let's, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and switch gears into that into that because you know we mm. talked about anarcho coffee, but you also do CBD and yes. you also do anarcho brews and yeah. Go ahead and give us this this spiel on uh, CBD, but I would also like to get into brews because it's a little bit more in line with our podcast. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, it started with a coffee. Um, you know, there were no libertarian coffees going on, so let me start my own coffee. Um, and then I was just like, Hey, maybe I should do a podcast to build the community too. Right. And then it all just clicked together. And essentially what I say is it's anarcho Inc. Your home for buds, brews, beans, and Bitcoin. Right. And what libertarian Liberty lover, freedom fighter doesn't want to hear about that. Right. Uh, and so, um, so your, your buds is anarchocbd.com. Uh, and we accept cryptocurrency there. We also accept cryptocurrency on anarchocoffee.com. And the CBD really came actually from a personal uh, struggle I have with and other people do but don't want to talk about it. But I personally struggle with anxiety. So to help me with that, I discovered CBD. And uh, I was never a strong drugger user uh, in, 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 um, you know, high school and growing up, I didn't, wasn't a big pot smoker. Uh, and so CBD works for me cause I had never had a lot of, uh, cannabinoids in my system. Yeah. Right. So it works well. It helps me, you know, alleviate stress. Um, and it, it's just, uh, kind of gives you this body high. And so you can check out our Inarco CBD. And again, the thing getting in with CBD, what I found was, how is it grown? Who's growing it? Uh, the stuff I'm into is grown in Kentucky on American farms. Uh, and it's, it's organic. It's, it's backed by, you know, it's been lab tested by several labs. Uh, it's actually hemp works, which is a very popular brand. Yeah. And so, uh, and people don't like them because they're a multi-level marketing scheme. Let me, let me pause you on the multi-level marketing scheme. That's yeah. The- Yes, the industry I work in is MLM. Okay. And the thing is, is there is a lot of bad connotation with that, but not all of the MLMs are bad. Mm-hmm. There, there is, and, and I can tell this, I'm a, I'm a software developer. I do the financial side of MLMs. I can tell who is good and who is bad. And 
I work. I, I won't say who's good or who's bad, but I will say that that as soon as I'm done with my infinite CBD, I'm going to be ordering the icy cream from you because I do use it for my own my own uh, my neck and back hurt. I'm very tall. I, I get a lot of uh, pain from just being tall, <laughs> and uh, and I, I'm going to start ordering from you because I agree with your politics. Which Thank is you. But I also know that I also know what you're offering is quality CBD. Yes. And is anti-inflammatory. Um, we can't really make this claim definitively, but uh, CBD is anti-cancerous. Right. We'll have been showing. Right. And so check that out. It's, it's high quality CBD. Uh, one of the things that I've learned from like my pet who is, uh, is, uh, has a lot of anxiety from storms and stuff like that is that you can get CBD oil and if it's brown, it's bad. It's bad. That's the thing. This shit's yeah. green. Exactly. Green then it's good so yeah. one of the great things about this type of cbd is that you're going to get the cbd from jay and you're going to get it's going to be high quality it's going to be it's not going to be uh oxidated it's not going to have all the no. problems. you're going to get the full benefit from it absolutely 100 percent. And, and jacob wants to stick it to michael malice you know start that beef. <laughs> <laughs> i did buy it from them and you know the thing is is there's nothing wrong with infinite cbd no there's no no, there's, no, no not at all yeah. believe but, it or not we were going to be like an ambassador i was going to try to be an ambassador for them i love infinite cbd i heard them through you know legion of skanks podcast uh and i almost bought some of their stuff but um the the thing is it's like the the quality factor and I feel like hemp works and like, it's like hemp works and Charlotte's web are really the ones that are high quality CBD. This right. is the, there's a lot of CBD on the market. It's everywhere, everywhere you go. A lot of it is not of quality. It's mixed with other crap. Um, you know, and if it's like, like you said, if it's, that was the one thing I was reading about is like, if it's brown, it's not really that good. It's gotta be like pure green. And this stuff is lab tested. You can read about it anywhere. And yeah, and um, you know, that's why it is a, a premium price of $69. And so there are really two options, right? You can just buy the CBD. And if you're interested in starting your own company, this is really the cheapest way to do it. It's not a, it's not a very high cost. This is not like your Avon or anything like that. It's literally $89 to get started with HempWorks. So I didn't not, they're not like making a ton of money off of me, you know, and, and, and frankly, they, they're producing great products. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this thing is like, again, I, I work in this industry. Yeah. Certain companies you can, you can tell by the way that they work is yeah. scams. And this one is not like they do produce a, a good product. Now, you know, yeah. they may obviously everybody's got to make a profit. So sure. To stay in business. They are making a profit, but they do provide a good a good quality thing. So I do recommend the the uh, CBD that's coming out of HempWorks. Yep. So it, it's a great thing. Go over to go over to Jay, and you can get the product. Yep. Thanks, thanks, Jacob. Yeah, anarchocbd.com. Yeah. So the beer, so the brews. So yeah, where did that? Right. The next one, next business that I'm starting. So not quite. You can sign up for the mailing list. Still working on that one. Of course, with government, right? A lot of regulations with selling beer. Yeah, and this is the point of this podcast is right. what's going on in the alcohol industry and, and how difficult has it been for you to try to get beer going? Uh, yeah, extremely. Even in your own state. 
Well, so funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, so a lot of people don't know this. New Hampshire has state-run liquor stores, so we have no income tax. We have no sales tax, which is great, right? Our some of our property tax is high here in New Hampshire, but we do have state-run liquor stores. And yes, granted, the alcohol is very cheap to sometimes buy, but because the state has a monopoly on the liquor stores it is extremely hard to uh, get your licensing for selling beer. And now that's just phase one. Phase two is how do I sell this sucker online, which I know can be done. Uh, and so, you know, I'm going to persevere through this and figure it out because um, I, you know, it's something I've always wanted to do. I, I have a passion for, you know, wanting to brew my own beer. And so uh, by 2020, we hope to have anarcho beer on the market and uh and let's let's see where it goes yeah well you know th this is a it's probably a good rec uh i guess a good news for you um mm. now it is a limited ruling but you know on monday mm. the supreme court ruled on um a couple of cases well one case in particular that has to do with interstate commerce when it comes to alcohol and the ruling was basically that uh, the residency requirement for states is unconstitutional. Mm. So this may make it easier for – now, it's obviously, it's going to take time. Oh, of course. Yeah, because this is the way the bureaucracy works. But the, the way that the ruling works is that there, there, any sort of state that has a residency requirement for selling beer or, or alcohol in general, this, is, this was specifically a, uh, a ruling – in regard to Total Wine, which Mason, you and I buy a lot of wine from Total Wine. Mm -hmm. um, this was a specific ruling for Total Wine, which was that uh, I believe it was Kentucky was was requiring people to live in the state for five years before opening a retail location in the state. And Total Wine brought lawsuit against Kentucky. And the Supreme Court said, yes, this is a violation of the Interstate Commerce Clause. Now, as anarchists, this is a uh, – really is a totally separate issue but it may end up being better for people like me who who i do wish to uh right to start up a uh a curated wine selection with inter uh interstate commerce and for you who is is, is starting up uh interstate brewing mm -hmm. Uh, this is going. This may be a ruling in our favor. Now it's going, like like I said, it's going to take time for to to propagate. But this is this is definitely in our favor. So, um, how far have you gotten into the into like all of that with brewing? Or are you still investigating it? It's still investigating because uh, I I mean I'm still trying to grow the coffee. The coffee is definitely my flagship, and I'm still trying to grow the CBD. Um, that like. The coffee really took off. People enjoy the coffee. Uh, like I said, it was it was it was a it was one of as an entrepreneur one of my highest wins so far, and it's something I'm very proud about. Uh, the CBD still working towards towards that one, and that one's going not quite as well, but it's moving. Uh, you know, made more progress this month. Like I said, we've got now accepting cryptocurrency. I'm taking direct orders on Anarcho CBD. So you don't have to go through all of the hemp work stuff. You can order it directly from me and I'll get the orders in for you. 
uh, and then the beer I, I haven't been able to focus on. I'll probably start focusing in on it on, on January 1 of 2020. And uh, I think in, in one podcast or article I claimed before our next president, I will have a narco beer. <laughs> before our next dic- dictator, I'll have a narco beer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, at the very least, you'll have, you'll have uh, shipment, shipment in state. So yes, that, that's the easiest. I, that that's where I'm focused right now. For yeah, within the state, yeah. That's what, that's where I'm focused. Is that is that I can I you know the Texas wine scene is breaking out. I'm very interested in, in starting a a curated Texas wine direct to consumer distribution network, and that's yeah. what I'm working on right now. Um, there's a lot of great Texas wine. There's a lot of shit Texas wine as well. Yeah, I don't want to say who's good and who's bad, but hey, I, let the the market will figure that out. It will, it will, and and I can offer a curated one with some degree of expertise and and you know and trial. Yep. Uh, I understand what you're talking about, and I think this is a great opportunity. You know, Sounds one thing that I think is, is is interesting too is that at Cholaberg, which I don't know that we've talked on an, on our episode because I don't remember where we where we bled in from your episode to our episode. But I think the wine's kicking into your head now. <laughs> it is. I have had I've had too much, but um, <laughs> we had Rufftail Brewing. Yeah. That came down to Cholaberg and, and offered us some beers. One place maybe you'll investigate is that if you can't break into other uh, states for the beer market, is this maybe you can make connections with libertarian brewers because right. Of, I mean, like libertarians, libertarians really bleed into a lot of markets. Is particularly entrepreneurial. Oh yeah. So if you can make a network of brewers, like I, I've done several interviews with winemakers where I tell them, hey, you know, I'm a libertarian. Let's let's talk about this, and they're like, well, you know, I'm basically a libertarian too, and they don't necessarily know exactly what that means, but they know that they that they've had to deal with the government, and it's. Yeah. And so then they make the connection that, oh, yeah, I'm a libertarian. I don't want to have to deal with the government anymore. And uh, Yeah, 100%, brother. And, and there is definitely, there's definitely a market for that, for coordination at least. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean do, just doing the Anarcho Inc. podcast has been uh, one hell of a, a trip, and it's been awesome. I've been connecting with so many people. Uh, you know, being able to reach out and network. It's, it's just, it's a, almost the new way of networking, you know? Oh, yeah. Mason, almost, you, got, you got anything else you want to ask? And I was going to say, that's like a, definitely seems to be the way that like we're, you know, everybody's growing internally is like networking with each other and, and coming up with these, like how to support. And like one of the things that like, you know, it's kind of part of that uh, anarcho uh, beer is, you know, kind of what Jackson Blood's effort in, setting up a wine distribution or import business from um, Portugal and kind of how like, Oh, okay. Trying to figure that out too. Cause that's kind of where he's at now. I don't know what, if he's planning a retail location or online specifically, or, you know, how he's planning to do that or if he's going to sell to other sellers. Yeah. He's, that's what he's working toward as well. And he's, you know, kind of from what I understand in the paperwork phase at this point. Yeah. But, he also has got a lot of other projects going on. So I don't know, you know, how back yeah. laid that is, but you know, kind of that description. 
Well, right. that's, that's, that's the thing with entrepreneurs, right? You kind of, you try several things, see what works and you work at several things and you work all night. And, uh, it's funny that you mentioned Portugal. So, uh, my parents are from the Azores. I'm a first generation American. So right. I, I don't actually, I think, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, if he needs help with that, I might have some connections there in, in the mainland of Portugal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Put you guys in contact. Because yeah. I know that he's doing a lot more of uh of uh like investigation of like future real estate in Washington, Oregon right now, but he I think his his goal is to become a an importer from Portugal and Galatia. Mm-hmm. I know they do a lot of wine production in the Azores as well. Yeah. But it's not exported, it's mostly domestically consumed. Yeah. They could do they could export more. And this is the thing is like in almost all circumstances, the United States is always the consumer of weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like, you know, we always want the weirdest stuff from all over the rest of the world. We're Americans and we've got money for one. Yeah. And for two, we want, we want something unusual, you know, yeah, and, for sure. Uh, and that's kind of the way that it works out is, uh, the, is the, the Azores, they, they do produce a lot of unusual. It's also volcanic, which is interesting. Yes. Soil produces some very mineral rich wines. Yeah. And I don't know what they're producing there. My guess would be it would be, uh, um, what, what, what's the one that they do in in Portugal? It's like, uh, something like, uh, Tinto Nacional or like, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Those lines. Yeah. They've got a lot of interesting grapes that are in Portugal that are not produced elsewhere. And I bet you the Azores have something also. I mean, you've got 500 years of the Azores being habitated by Portuguese. Yep. They're going to bring their wine over there, of course. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. My my parents came over. The first thing you do is you grow, you grow a uh, grapevine in your backyard so you can make your own wine. Absolutely. I yeah. Mean, like yeah. Every, every European I talk to, they're, they're like – when I talk to them about wine, they're like, well, you know, we used to grow that in our backyard. Yeah. They, yeah we used to, yeah, I remember. And my parents were like, Hey, you want a little sip of grape juice before it turns into wine or whatever? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Man. Right, well, I think that's a, that's a great place to wrap it up. Mason, do you have anything else you want to uh, add in? Not at the moment. All right. Well, uh, you want to go ahead and put in your plugs real quick again, Jay? Yeah, so you can find me on uh, really anywhere on social media. You can look for Anarcho Coffee, Anarcho Inc. Uh, but uh, the place you want to go is anarchoinc.com for the podcast, anarchocoffee.com. Again, you can use Tasting 10 for 10% off. Uh, and then anarchocbd.com and anarchobeer.com where you can sign up uh, to find out when that's being launched. That's perfect. All right, Mason, anything any, you want to go ahead and go do our plugs real quick? Yeah, so you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Tasting Anarchy. You can follow, send us an email at tastinganarchy at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to see uh, our website that we regularly update, that we should do that more often, tastinganarchy.com. If you want to see the new limited edition, uh, only 100 available Childerberg shirts, childerberg.com. You can also find us generally kicking it around on Reddit on the Childerberg subreddit. Um, we're also on YouTube for Tasting Anarchy. And if you'd like to leave us a review and you're one of the first 20 to do so, you can get a limited edition Childerberg koozie that we will mail to you. You just have to take a screenshot of the review, actually post the review and email that to tastinganarchy.com. I guess you could direct message it on Twitter if you're that lazy. 
but you know email preferred um a lot easier to track and then obviously you have to respond to the email and tell us where to ship the item <laughs> and capistan <laughs> exactly i think i think that on our twitter we have ruritania so nice <laughs> so our call back to rothbard so i think that's that's really it uh from us so from Tacey Anarchy, stay free, Mason, stay free. and Jay, stay free. All right, guys, thank you very much for listening. Drinking half gallons and calling for more. Drinking wine, for you to drink wine. Wine, for you to drink wine. Wine, for you to drink wine. Pass that bottle to me. Hoy, drink it, man. Oh, give me some of that slop. Oh, pass that bottle to me. If you want to get along in Peterstown, buy some wine and pass it around. Age runs up to 49. All them cats, they love sweet wine. Drinking wine for you to drink wine. Wine for you to drink wine. Wine for you to drink wine. Pass that bottle to me. Hoy! Wine, wine, wine. Elderberry. Wine, wine, wine. Cherry, cherry. Wine, wine, wine. Blackberry. Wine, wine, wine. Port and sherry. Wine, wine, wine. Oh, pass that bottle to me. Now down on Gilsey at Willis Den. He wasn't selling for the American gin. One soldier wanted a bottle of wine. He hit that cat for a dollar and a dime. I drink a wine for the other day. Wine, wine for the other day. Wine, wine for the other day. Wine, pass that bottle to me. Now I got a nickel. Have you got a dime? Let's get together and get some wine. Some buys fifth and some buys fourth. When you get together, you're doing things smart. Drinking wine for the other day. Wine, wine for the other day. Wine.